0: Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of the Ted Talks podcast and Instagram Live, because you know why not? People multi-platform and all that. Uh, so, yeah, the title of this of this podcast is "Should You Buy a Lamborghini?" Now, there's a million things we can talk about because you know I could talk about how they have the same pedals as a VW Golf, which I think is very strange. I know they're part of the same company, but can you imagine, um, is it Ferruccio Lamborghini just turning in his grave at the thought of it, um, not being Italian and passionate and, you know, etc. Anyways, speaking of Audis, Lamborghini, sorry, I'm using this as an example because I was at a networking event yesterday, big up Paul and big up Aaron at, um, Peak Performance. And I had a discussion with someone, one person who actually sells cars and one person who, um, was just passed a driving test, right? And we were speaking about, actually about selling luxury real estate, which is something I'm um, actually looking at at the moment. And I sort of brought up the thing about, you know, don't, do you think, don't you think that you should have a flashy car when you're selling luxury real estate, for example? And then it kind of led to a discussion of, it's kind of what a lot of people do, but also it led to a discussion of, do these things, are these things good for your business? right, like, and I'm not just talking about Lamborghini, I'm talking about a nice watch, I'm talking about a nice clothes, I'm talking about nice shoes, I'm just talking about things that convey wealth, now look, we can argue that actually Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are really wealthy, and they, well, <laughs> Zach dresses like this, um, not Zach. what's his name, Zuckerberg, that's it, dresses like this, you know, um, Jeff Bezos doesn't really I mean, yeah, he's got his yachts and his cot, but for the amount of money he has, he doesn't necessarily look it. So yes, we can argue, well, what's a sign of wealth, Ted? Because for me, it's like being happy with my kids. And for me, it's like a G4 private jet. You get what I'm saying, right? The traditional, overt, obvious signs of someone being successful. Yeah, we all know what they are. Cars is uh, quite a big example of that because they're not cheap to buy. I mean yeah you can lease them etc etc but they're not cheap to buy they're not cheap to maintain and in a game like property for example where you're probably driving to every viewing there are going to be agents on site who are talking about you and your ability to buy the house to the seller or if you're selling it you know do they want to work with you like there's perception and image right that comes into life and I think, it, like, as much as I'm not one for those displays, I think if you looked at me, you'd think, hmm, you ain't doing very well. Um, or you'd think, what is he wearing? <laughs> Most of the time, I think that as well, but I still, I still put it on. Um, but then you'd look at someone else wearing something different and have a different view. Now, if I walked into a networking event with my yellow rock hoodie on and black trousers like I did yesterday and my black barefoots, I'm looking pretty cash. I'm looking... Pretty much like I'm looking now sitting at home. I'm kind of looking just not like casual I would say right everything was soft cotton. Right? You only wear soft cotton when it's cash. Um, the trousers are a bit smart though. That's one judgment you have right? And you don't know me by the way. You, you don't know follow me you just that's a judgment you have. Another judgment you have is someone comes in in a suit, nicely shaven, nicely haircut, you can see that the, the, the haircut's not done right now. And That's one perception, right? Now, we both stand next to each other. You don't know us, right? Let's say, for example, I have 17 properties. They have none, and they're brand new. They're just starting out, and they earn 21 grand a year. Let's say I earn triple that, right? All examples here. You would look at both of us, and naturally, you can say, oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd judge your personality and all that. You fucking wouldn't, bro. The world's shallow. You'd look at both of us, and you'd say, The person in the suit does look, you know, like they have more money. The person in the suit does maybe look more professional. The person in the suit comes across a certain way without you even looking, like without you even talking to them, versus, say, me standing there in a hoodie. Now, yet, some of you might say, actually, in this age of modern money, new money, the hoodie person's definitely getting more wealthier. But traditionally, and I definitely think. Most people, so most people being the majority of the general public who aren't in entrepreneurial circles, are going to look at the suit, are going to look at that as a sign of something. Now, does that mean that the per- that person next to me is going to win more business? Not necessarily. Does it mean that they're going to do better than me? Not necessarily. But does it mean that that first impression is definitely different? Yes. Again, we live in such a nuanced world, you could argue it's actually going to be negative towards them. Because when I see someone in a suit, I just think, well, it looks so uncomfortable. I don't think anything good or bad, but I just think, it because I just, oh, hate wearing them, right? So, like, for me, there is a difference in perception, and my title about, should you buy a Lamborghini? I mean, look, it's a freaking huge commitment. Arguably, it's not worth it. But my point being that there is a first impression made of you, right? And what are you going to, what are you going to do about it? Now, for me, if you're working in a certain area of the market, right, this counts a lot more, right? If you're going to a networking event and you're, you know, I think it's sort of less important, but you know, let's use an example that because I was speaking to someone particularly about, about selling luxury real estate. And I, you know, I watched like Lux listings and I mean, sunset selling is now just a drama. It's not even about property, like ridiculous show. Like, if you look at these things, they dress in a certain way, they drive certain things, they speak in a certain way, and they turn up and carry themselves in a certain way. Now, if I was selling, selling luxury real estate, I was selling luxury cars, I was selling luxury marble worktops. For me, the kind of customers I think who are going to be my customers who are buying these things are going to have a certain view. Now, maybe because they're also in that category where they are... Sort of super successful, making lots of money. They want to work with people who are similar, right? Like, I don't want to walk into a marble, you know, worktop sales thing where I'm spending five grand on a worktop and, you know, the lights don't work, the switches don't work, the carpet's not soft, you know? The worktop in there hasn't even been sealed and I can see the stains in it, you know? The toilet's rubbish. They don't smile when you walk. I don't want to see that shit. I'm walking straight out. You all are. Right, because you expect a certain level a certain level when you go to McDonald's, what you don't get smiled at, you don't give a shit, yeah, you know what you, like you get what you pay for, like if I buy a car for four hundred pounds or I buy a car for forty grand, there's a difference, right? There is a difference, and you expect something different, so therefore, when you're operating at a certain level, I think that it is important to have and I'm not, like, I don't wish this was true, but I think it's the reality. I think it's important to have materialistic things because of certain value. One, some of these are investments. So firstly, that's good. Like, that's, you know, that's, yeah, but because I think you're going to be perceived differently slash better. And I think it will help your prospects. Like, uh, like, in my opinion, it just will. Now, that's the world we live in. I wish it wasn't shallow. I wish you people weren't judged like instantly or something like that but we are and we do judge it like if someone turns up and the scissor door goes and they come out the lamborghini what is your first door what's your first door how do you perceive that person someone else comes the door opens normally to get out the prius because mm, it's electric isn't? that's the noise it makes mm, or something like that what's your perception Don't even, oh, I'd actually look to like get to know the person because everyone's really different in it. Shut up. Like, it's just, it's not reality, right? So, and as much as, yeah, look, I'm joking, you know, we do have our own perceptions and we will still look at people for who they actually are. Most of the world won't. And when you're in a situation where there's a first impression and there's a first impression... That is going to affect your bottom line and your profit. And if you're going Tesco's finest, or if you're going Tesco's normal, if you're going Waitrose, or if you're paying your fucking bills, really, let's let's really, you know, right now, what are you going, like, you are going to be concerned about that first impression because it has such a lasting impact on your business, on your prospects. If it wins you clients, if it wins you customers, if it wins you listings, like, what are you gonna? Are you not going to do that? Now I'm not saying you have to go and buy a bloody 150 grand car or 150 grand bloody AP watch or whatever you know what I mean but my point is when you're operating at a certain level particularly I think dressing of a certain type owning things of a certain type is only going to be a benefit to you like tell me tell me that it's like you know I'd love to hear other opinions here but I just think it's going to make a big difference so if I was operating in a certain market As much as I may not want to And you could say, oh, but you're not being yourself, Tej Okay There is a point there as well Um, But You know, if You know, I suppose it gets into a deeper discussion then um, About are you being yourself? Are you trying to be someone you're not? Or are you adapting to the scenario you're in? If I'm in Spain Yeah Hablamos en español, no en ingles Porque estamos en España Right? So I'm adapting like when I eat Indian food, I eat, I mean, I eat most food with my hands, but I eat with my hands You can't eat that with knife and fork. Don't be fucking weird. Yeah, even rice. Yeah, don't be weird. You do knife and fork weirdos Pizza. Nah, you can't eat pizza with knife and fork. You're mad. People who do this You're just you're doing too much going pizza express not even fucking pizza in the first place. Shit Anyways, don't get me started, but the point is you're adapting like, you're adapting, right? When you're in a certain room in a certain place, you talk a certain way. When you're in a different room with friends from high school, you talk in a different way. You're adapting. So, arguably, I don't see it as, oh, you're changing who you are. You're not who you say you are. I see it as you're adapting. If you're in cold water, you're gonna wear a wetsuit. I don't wear wetsuits. Like now, I don't think I'm wearing lycra. There might be some percentage lycra, but I'm not. So, you know, like, it's adapting. And Didi Cap says, let's not talk about pineapples on pizza. Don't get me fucking started. In Italy, you will not find a pineapple on a pizza. Sin. And where does pizza come from? Yeah. Look, I appreciate pizza on pineapple on pizza, like shitty pizza. American pizza, you know, that's a different thing. But real pizza, not have pineapple on it stupid doesn't make any sense but look i get it on fun pizza on like non actual pizza that's cool but you go to napoli and you say can i have a pineapple and what you get beheaded in the streets so you do people do what you want to do yeah but you're adapting again because you're not asking for pineapples in napoli right you're not but in new york yeah sure chuck on a pineapple you know forget about it so I I suppose my point of this is saying, do you need to buy a Lamborghini? No, obviously not. But my point is, when you're at a certain level, I can promise you, you turn up to someone's house that you're trying to sell. You turn up to someone's house that <clears throat> you know, you're trying to bid to, you know, fit all the windows or you're trying to, you're meeting a client and you want their business as a lawyer. You turn up in a nice whip, right? in a nice whatever, whatever's appropriate for your job, to wear, to, you know, and they just see a little <clears throat> rolly or whatever, yeah? Not a little fit bit. um, Like, th- there is a certain perception that they think. They think success, they think the person's doing that well that they can spend frivolous money on dumb shit like this and still be chilling. You have excess money. You are successful. And, yeah, you can fake it and you can, you know, what's the lease on a Lamborghini? Look it up. It's still like two grand a month. (laughs) Like, that's really not affordable for most people. And the deposit and the maintenance and the fuel. And the fact you can't fucking park it anywhere, like, you know, yes, you can fake it. But it really isn't actually sustainable for most people and the average income to fake it. Therefore, when you see this, you think something different. And, of course, now, look. People want to say, oh, yeah, but what about the personality and what they really like? Okay, cool. Well, then when you come out and you speak to them and they think and they see how capable you are and they get along with you and, you know, you have some personality and you're blah, 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 blah. You start talking about fish tanks and shit. And then connect with you emotionally. They're going to think, "Okay, I like this person. They, They fit the bill. They're clearly successful. I want to work with them. You know, and. Like, and I've seen examples of this, like, and I've, I've heard examples of this. Like, you, can, you can see influencers talking about it. You can just talk to people about it when they turn up in different cars, when they turn up in different clothes. You go on YouTube and all these social experiments, it makes a big difference. So, look, I'm not saying go to your property viewings. Don't go rent a bloody Porsche just to go to your viewings. Don't turn up in a four-piece suit. What is a four-piece suit? I don't know, a beret or something? Don't turn up in a four-piece suit just because Ted said, oh, you should, like, look the part. Because sometimes, this is a caveat, and I think I'm an example of this, tell me if I'm wrong, but when you build a brand and you can show your success in its on company's house and it's kind of there but not in a certain way, it doesn't matter what you are necessarily. It doesn't matter what people might see you as because if they hopefully know you from your brand or they then see your brand... The perception more so comes from that, and then who you are as opposed to what you look like and what you've come as. I know, and again, everyone knows people who are super wealthy, and it's on their Instagram. Super nice, and they turn up to events in 10 pound tops from TK Maxx. But you know, you know there's seven zeros in that bank account. With have six zeros, for seven figures. Yeah. So, you know, at the same time, it's not always obvious. It's not always like there. But we live in a world where first impressions count, and so my view on this discussion, this one-sided debate, which I hopefully I've given some other views for, is that depending on what you're selling and what level you're operating at, it makes sense. Would I want to turn up to a seven million pound house where I'm bidding to you know do a, a refit, I mean, builders are different, they have vans and shit. But do I want to turn up to do a you know a, a seventy grand kitchen, a minimum you know this level, darling, minimum? That's just a worktop in some scruffy old van, G reg. What the hell's a G reg? Does it even exist from the sixties? Like whatever. Am I going to come in Trotter's van? No, unless it's part of my brand, right? But I'm not. I'm coming in a new twenty-two plate van. I'm coming, right? Am I coming to sell your eight million pound luxury property in? A no offence, just so making my point here in a Prius or in this Almica. No, I'm not. I'm not because it doesn't match the lifestyle, it doesn't match what you're trying to sell. Now, look, you go in central London, there's these freeholders that sit in there 15, 20 million, and outside is an old banger because old money, they ain't actually got money, they got an asset, but they've got no, no actual sort of cash from it, it's an asset. So, yeah, I appreciate. Because what this doesn't mean that you are rich. It doesn't mean that it, you like. You know, what I mean? it doesn't necessarily add up, but it makes a difference. You know, um, and I think it's an easy way to connect with people sometimes without them realizing. And it also is like mirroring the psychological sort of tool or technique that we do as humans naturally. It just makes people feel similar to you, um, and it's more relatable. And again, I don't think you're faking. I mean, you can fake it. Of course, you can. There's a level of faking, and there's a level of adapting. Where you sit on that is, is obviously up to you. I wouldn't advise faking. But yeah, that's my point. So in conclusion, nope, you don't need to buy a Lamborghini. But things of this nature, I think, will help you in certain scenarios. But you have things like your brand and other little bits that can it, alleviate that. But it can kind of have, also have an impact on that um, and make that easier. So yeah, people. I hope this was a, an interesting podcast, something a bit different. I'm starting my own resi refurb soon, and who's doing DIY? Me. So that's soft my hands are? Yeah, just that's going to change. So yeah, no gym for like two months, just smashing walls in and shit. That's going to be good. But people, I'm going to be documenting my own resi refurb on YouTube, on Instagram, etc. And it's going to be beautiful. If you know me, you know I love my interiors. And this is where I'm living. So, like, this has to be millimetre perfect. Like, it's just not even, like, yeah. It's not, and you'll see me covered in dust and, you know, putting in work, which I'm sure will be fun for you to laugh at me trying to do DIY and stuff. But YouTube, YouTube's great. YouTube's really, really good. I wouldn't recommend this on your own projects, like, your investments necessarily, because you're a property investor. When it's your own house and you've got expensive taste and you need to get stuff done, and tradesmen think it's okay to just double prices suddenly, because somehow inflation's double, it's not actually how it works, Um, then you've got to do what you've got to do. So yeah, people, follow that on my Instagram and my YouTube, uh, my podcast, TED Talks, you're listening to this on or watching me on Instagram live. Follow, subscribe, like, etc. And send me a DM to learn about my community. And I will see you all when I see you.